Greetings, Parish Orphans of Retrogrades. Happy Monday. I come to you today with, I think, an important show. I, I, I honestly think from a cultural Catholic perspective, this might be the most important show we've done in a while. How to Unite the Clans, this Braveheart term. You see, I'm wearing my, uh, my family tartan, the Gordon tartan, because it's such an important concept and such a misunderstood concept. Generally speaking, dialogue is better than monologue, and that's why today joining me will be Boss to talk after a, oh, an opening monologue. What's up, Boss? How are you, man? It, you're, you're there somewhere. I'm here. I am here. I'm doing well. Uh, thanks for having me on again. <laughs> yeah, it's always good to have you, bud. And you're just at, at the house, and we, we dialogue this some. But So the reason I'm opening with a monologue today is because right-wing Catholicism has suffered from such warring clans. And I'm going to give you the, the, the full Scottish uh, context for this proposition, that it is blotted out the sun. It has blotted out all heat, right? All light, and all we get is heat. So it's, there's no common front against our foes. By our, I'm talking about the good clans, a, you know, who are all species of one tribe. I'm going to talk about clans and tribes, uh, genus and species, species and genus. We should be united against our foes. Our foes who are not in the tribe, not one of the clans, are the enemy within Christendom, infiltrators, left cats, and enemies outside of Christendom, secular humanists writ large. Okay? This is... This is my uh, my tartan, the Gordon tartan. The Gordons, by the way, fought. I, I'm very proud to be a Gordon on my dad's side, Italian on my mom's side. Gordons fought for William Wallace when he was alive. Uh, um, the lead Gordon was the one of the key governors of William Wallace. And um, after William Wallace, they united uh, the tartan under Robert the Bruce. So they were good guys and based on all sides. So just from family history, and, and all my family has this tartan, I know a bit about this. During the Wars of Scottish Independence, Sir, Sir Adam Gordon, who had supported William Wallace, uh, uh, became a staunch supporter subsequent to Wallace of Robert the Bruce. He was killed leading the clan Gordon at the Battle of Halidon Hill in 1333. But his son, Sir Alexander Gordon, escaped and was the first Gordon to be designated of Huntley which is a longer story. So I know about uniting the clans. I'm also, if you ask Matt Frad, last time I appeared on his show, I also have a unique perspective on uniting the clans, not just because I'm a Gordon, but because, how, how could I put it? He put it in a subsection, he cuts his shows up and puts them into subsections, that I'm hated on both sides of the church. The other way to say this that I would have preferred Though I, I have very thick skin, and that's a big part of today's how to unite the clans in two steps is uh, thick skin. So it's fine. I, the other way to put it is I have friends on both sides of the church. But by both sides of the church, I don't mean left cats, right? Liberal Catholics are just liberal simplicitaire, as Patrick Deneen has famously said. So I mean both sides of the faithful church, both sides of, I guess what you'd call the right-wing church, Catholics of goodwill. Now, the one way 
to unite parties who aren't supposed to be divided but are, as any marriage counselor will tell you or any alternate dispute resolutioner will tell you, is a two-step plan. And that's what me and boss are going to dialogue in a second. That two-step plan is avoiding hiding out, then avoiding lashing out. Hiding out leads to lashing out. Dialogue needs to happen, and it needs to be friendly, good dialogue. I will say that um, since I am friends with parties like Matt Frad, Trent Horn, Joe Heschmeyer on the normier side of faithful Catholicism, and I do have friends that appear on this show that attend SSPX chapels. I had a friend that appeared on this show. I've had two friends that appeared on this show that are Benny Planists. I have um, all kinds of friends that have theories that are considered wacky on the third secret of Fatima, way less normie. I guess you'd call it further to the right, though I don't know if that holds up. You'd say I have friends on all sides of the church, and the only way to unite the clans, folks, is not just to cut out the bickering. That's what everyone says on, on Catholic Twitter and Catholic social media. Cut out the bickering. Yes, that's part of it. That is a key part of it. Cut out the snark and the personal attacks. But as you do that, or some might say before that's done, cutting out the attacks, the lashing out, cut out the step before it, the hiding out. Okay. Hiding out leads to lashing out as any, you know, first year husband, first year married husband and wife may tell you. Usually the man tries to have a direct conflict. The, the young wife doesn't know how to do this. I know this is how my first year of marriage was with Steph. I've gotten much better at this. She's gotten much better at it. You're like, look, we need to talk about this. No. She hides out, go in the room. And then that leads to lashing out, raised voice usually on the part of the party that's seeking to dialogue, seeking not to hide out. The only thing that solves it is when both parties amicably come forward and solve the problem. Now, hiding out leads to lashing out, but this doesn't excuse the lashing out. Hear me when I say that. Hiding out leads to lashing out, but this doesn't excuse the lashing out. And the, the main issue that everyone's asking me to address is like Taylor Marshall, Church Milton. I'm not really going to do that today in fine, but what I'm saying is a long-standing problem that's been in the right-wing church long before three and a half years ago, but it's gotten really bad the last three and a half years. And sure, if you want to look at it as culminating in, in what's been going on recently between these parties, fine. Everything I'm saying, avoid hiding out. All parties that are, all tribes that actually are all, all clans that are part of the same tribe, avoid hiding out. All clans who are part of the same tribe, avoid lashing out then, even though the first leads to the second. To prove that I'm not excusing lashing out subsequent to hiding out by one party, let me just say this. I want to make a public apology, and you'll see exactly what I mean. It'll prove all the working parts are working. The public apology is to Bishop Barron, who is, and I repeat, clearly wrong about his insinuated originism slash universalism. Now, I say insinuated because he's used some weaponized ambiguity to not fall into the heresy of originism. Most people who are watching this know what I'm talking about. 
And um, I don't know, about two years ago, halfway through my a little less than a year and a half with Taylor Marshall on his channel, both Taylor and I called Bishop Barron out. Bishop Barron's kind of the big dog with a big account, which is typically the party that hides out. Not always, but usually. He was the big dog on the block in terms of Catholic social media. And we were the up and comers, right? Taylor, Taylor and I were fast. We had the most explosive uh, podcast or YouTube show of 2018, late 2018. And so we were like, yo, or your, your excellency, Bishop Barron, you made this clear mistake on a clear teaching. We're calling you out. And we were respectful at first because we were right and he is wrong and he remains so. But when he hid out, like any, any husband will tell you in his first year of marriage, we grew frustrated and we did the understandable but inexcusable. We began lashing out with semi-snark. Now, I've apologized to Bishop Barron privately through Brandon Vaught, but it's a mistake to handle the public privately. It's also a mistake to handle the private publicly. But when these things happen out in the public, I should reflect on it publicly, express sincere apology publicly. Okay, Bishop Barron, you were wrong about that issue. You still are. But direct adversarial engagement can be friendly, and it should have been, and I'm sorry from my end, I can't apologize for Marshall. Both of us were, were coming at you in a, I don't think snarky, I think semi-snark. We were making some jokes. When you hit out, it led to us lashing out. It doesn't excuse it. You see how all of the parts are proven by this methodology? You know, I mean, and, and he took some shots back, which is also typical of the bigger account, usually hiding out. They, they hide out, which causes the whole thing. The lashing out is inexcusable, but usually follows on it. And usually the hiding out party takes some barbs going the other way. Anyway, it, it, that's fine. I have thick skin. I don't need apologies from anyone. Now, the, the last part of this, before we get to actually the way the hiding out slash lashing out cycle works with, with boss, is that um, I want to say dialogue, true dialogue between tribes, between clans. This is so annoying because they, they, to most people, aside from the Scottish parlance, they mean the same thing. But clans are the species of a bigger tribe who have a common goal. Um, true dialogue should be adversarial, but friendly. A lot of you guys out there, parish orphans and retrogrades, you don't, you're so cynical, so skeptical after so much of this by Catholic, I guess, uh, layperson leaders, layman leaders through so many years that you don't even think adversarial yet friendly dialogue can happen. It can and here's where I just gave an admission. I'm never afraid to give an admission. I learned from the Bishop Barron thing. And as I've warred with other clans or, or, or battled, I've, I've, I've used the lesson I learned. Look, I want to be a direct engager without being snarky. I know some people that I'm associated with, you'll, you'll say, oh, well, you're, you have... You have these friends, aren't they snarky? Well, I'm not, I'm not speaking for anyone but myself. That's all I can speak for. Okay. I learned from Baron. And to prove that I learned from Baron, 
go watch my show from about 13 days ago with Patrick Coffin. Many people have watched it, just under 30,000, about Beniplanism. It was totally adversarial. We, we each held our own ground, but totally friendly. In my limited view here, my humble view, I would say this was unique in all of right-wing Catholicism over the last several years. I've really been relevant in a speaking voice. I've been publishing for 10 years, but in terms of speaking voices, I've been relevant for about three and a half. And I have not seen it. Maybe there are a few other instances I'm missing. If so, then I'm sorry. I, I, think, I think Michael often tries to be, tries to be civil. And he, if he gets frustrated, then he frustrates, whatever. But I think he tries. But me and Pat, our show on Benny Plenism was exemplary. And that's what every single comment in the com box said. Wow, this needs to be the model. How to not hide out if you're Pat Coffin. You say something that's outlier, even regarding, even with respect to the other tribes who are similar to you. Like me, I'm similar to Pat in most ways, but I'm not a Benny Plenist. He said something outlier viz benny plenism so because he even though we're not the we don't have the exact same fiefdom or the exact same tribe we each have our own viewership but we are part of this we are part of the same tribe but not the same mini clan clan means like a family or a couple families that's the viewership he knew he was outlier so he didn't hide out he came on the show and we had a great talk now what i'm in closing this little opening monologue one thing I'll say that I think will surprise parties on all sides is who counts is one of the clans that's part of the tribe. Catholics of goodwill. This is a non-exhaustive list, but something I, I might say that might surprise some of my friends is any faithful Catholic who has goodwill. This includes most of the SSPX proponents out there. It includes a lot of the Benny Plenis, like Coffin and Maza. Maza thanked me. He's like, thanks for being so fair to Pat. I've never seen this. Thank you. You're welcome, because Maza's a good Catholic. We're trying to work things through. So on the, on the side to the right of the normie, normie faithful Catholics, Benny Plenis, most SSPX. Now, these aren't my clan. But they're in the tribe of faithful Catholics. On the normier side, Matt Frad, smart and a good dude. Uh, Joe Heschmeyer of Catholic Answers. Trent Horn, a lot of the Catholic Answers guys. A lot of the guys that are closer to the center between normie and semi that you already know. Obviously, reason and theology, smart and a good guy. Obviously, Church Milton. Obviously, Jesse and Terry. I don't want to start leaving people out. Again, I'm just spitting them out as I as I'm go through here. Rorate Celli on the right side. The right side of the tribe. The tribe's already right of center for Catholicism, but anything left of center doesn't even count. I don't know. The remnant. Life site news. All of these are good. And Catholics should not no Catholic who's an audience member of mine or any of these groups I've listed. Church militant, Patrick Coffin. Taylor, Mar Taylor Marshall, one of the tribes, one of now the larger tribes. It's different from a couple years ago, right? One of the largest tribes, uh, clans in the tribe. I'm going to do this all show long, confusing clan and tribe because they're so synonymous with us. I'm already irritated. 
Yes, good. No audience member of mine or any of these groups I've just listed, there are many more besides, should be calling on others to drop your subscribership. What you ought to do is the Catholic public, the right-wing faithful Catholic public, is to call us together, the tribe, all the different clans who are part of the tribe. Baron, I don't think is part of the tribe. I think he's center or left of center. Can't, I, can't, I can't include everyone, but call the ones that are good faith members of the tribe together and say, look, all we want is two things. I'm going to dialogue them right now with boss. Uh, no hiding out. No lashing out once you guys get together because you're not hiding out. That's how you solve all problems. Like I said, any marriage in its inception, the more direct party, usually the male, the active, the expressive principle, calls the wife, oh, here, we got to work on some stuff because that's what any relationship requires, right? And the passive receptive part, usually the female, though, hey, it's, it's 2022. Everyone can swap places, we're told. Oh, it seeks to avoid it by hiding out. Go in the room, go in the bathroom, go in the closet. And as if this is going to solve the problem, it never will. Among parties who ought to be united, who aren't supposed to be divided, but who are, there's only one way. Because what, what will happen is it's a cycle. The man will say, hey, come on, honey. We'll kind of try to sweet talk the way. Oh, come on. We got to get together. Just open the door. Let's just talk. And she'll say, no. I'm continuing to hide out and then he'll get mad again and more snark will come or the, the voice will at least raise depending on in a healthy relationship. It, it doesn't go much beyond that, but then you're less likely to win the hiding out party by what happens. You get mad and then you calm yourself down and you're like, okay, we have to, you have to stop hiding out. No. Then you get mad again. This is what was going on between me and Marshall on one end and Baron on the other. He Baron said something. This is the key differentiating factor. Baron said something outlier that goes against a firm, established, clear teaching of the church. Okay, this is the last point I'm going to make, and then I want to get to boss. He said something against the clear, established teaching of the church on hell. Look, there is a hell. It is populated. Christ says many go there. Broad path, narrow path, right? He says it in the Gospels. So there's less leniency we grant to Baron. Now, that doesn't mean that either Taylor or I should have gotten snarky with him. We, we shouldn't have. But it's understandable that we did, if not excusable. He hit out, we lashed out a little bit. And I am sorry for that. And I learned from that, sincerely. The reason that these other groups that I do disagree with, SSPX, Benny Plenis, some people have wackier and wackier theories about the third secret of Fatima. I guess mine is kind of wacky, my theory. Pick, pick your issue. The reason that I have more leniency with them, I say, look, they're, they're, they're different clans from mine, but they're still in the tribe, is because the church has not taught clearly on any of those issues. What is not expressly proscribed is permitted. And when the church has either taught in a just straight-up dubious way, or a way that is so unclear or so undefinite or so fluctuating that it is dubious, we say, well, this person still got good faith. And yes, I do say this about SSPX. I, I have my view, but the point is 
That's why they're in, in my view. And that's why Barron or America Magazine or National Catholic Reporter or Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden are out. You see, you only unite the clans into the proper tribe by one, acknowledging where you're different and saying, look, we should do friendly dialogue, Gordon Coffin style dialogue on where we're different. And two, even before we've reconciled where we're different, because our differences will probably remain even after, let's say we get together once a year. I think we should. I think it should be called ACPAC. I'm going to lead this, try to have the first ACPAC, American Catholic PAC, where we all get together and parties that have disputed have great friendly discussions, maybe moderated, whatever, once a year. There's still going to be differences, though, this side of the eschaton. So then you say, okay, put those aside till we get together next year. I won't attack you on Twitter. Twitter's awful. People get off of Twitter. It's awful. I won't attack you. We'll address our other issues that remain next year. But in between now and then, let's defend each other from the left cats. Let's defend each other from the awful harpy feminists. Let's defend one another from the infiltrating Catholics of National Catholic Reporter. No trad should try to... No trad should excuse hiding out or lashing out. And no trad should, with the parties that have either hid out or lashed out, it's not shouldn't be excused in individual instances, but it's not inexcusable. No trad should feel they need to leave the audience. Just encourage your people to follow both steps. Don't hide out, then don't lash out. And that's why people need to have thick skin. We need to just start now. Forget apologies. Forget who did what to whom. Just audience members come together. And from this point forward, don't unsubscribe. Just tell your guy. If you're a Taylor Marshall fan, if you're a church militant fan, if you're a reason and theology fan, if you're a, a Gordon fan, rules for retrogrades, just say, look, all I want is direct engagement in an in amicable fashion, like the coffin Gordon discussion of a couple weeks back on Benny Planism. And we should widen the tent. Frad, uh, Trent Horn, Joe Heschmeyer, they're normier, but they're good, smart guys. There should be more dialogue with them, more discussion. Of all the so-called trads, I'm the only one that does semi-regular discussion with any of these guys. And it can be debate. Sometimes it's debate. Sometimes it's more friendly. With all the, the, right, the, the people to the right, you know, Taylor Marshall or Patrick Coffin or take your pick, Rorate Chaley, there should be discussion there too. All right, so what do you say, boss? What? No lashing out, no hiding out. Does this make sense to you? Well, uh, I, I missed like the last seven, or eight minutes. I'm trying to get my wife out of the bathroom. We've been arguing about something, so I'm not right. sure. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> trying to coax her out by being like, it's okay, come on out. And then I get angry and I'm just going to like kick the door in, right? <laughs> Apropos of nothing. That's, that's uh, <laughs> yeah. it's just a coincidence and it's perfect. Did you televise yeah. it? Let's put it on this video. Yeah, exactly. We're recording it's a cycle, it isn't it? It, it really is a cycle. <laughs> you've explained you've explained early marriages to a T, uh, early relationships with, with with people. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. I think this is a great idea. It's like a call to civility in a way, a call to being more uh, common sense with our approach to things. The good news is is that you know we want more accountability from people. We want more discussion. We want more um, ideas being exchanged and things of that nature. Uh, I don't have to do that, which is even better. <laughs> That's for you guys to do. The smart guys can sit and I could sit and listen to it all. Right. 
Um, but yeah, I, I think you're you're making some really good points with that. I really did think there was a good buzz around the Pat Coffin discussion with you uh, about the Benny Plenism and stuff because it was very, I, very clearly different positions, uh, very both well held and then and discussed. And I know I don't want to leave out Dr. Maza as well. Um, that was also pretty good uh, listening to that as well. Oh yeah, with um, O'Reilly. Yeah, they were super amicable too. Yeah, they were. That that's kind of a that was a good a good way to see it there too. And I really enjoyed listening to that kind of stuff. Now, to be fair, like you said, everybody's gonna be like, "This is coming from Tim Gordon, the guy who's always taking pot shots of people on Twitter, calling people gay." <laughs> I don't wanna, I don't, I'm gonna I'm gonna point this out, okay? Twitter's well, a okay. Calling calling. If we're calling feminist. names and just joking, around, yeah, no, I know. That's yeah. yeah. If you're calling somebody like a feminist. Or if you're going after, uh, you know, uh, what's his name, James Martin? You know, you called. You were trying to say America Magazine, and you, you couldn't even say it without laughing. Like, <laughs> I, hey, I Clearly. shouldn't do that either. I shouldn't do. Like I said about Baron, I'm like they're not well, part of the tribe. <laughs> they're not part of the tribe, but still, still, it was a bad look. It's always yeah. a bad look, and, and, and yeah. I, yeah, it's more important for people in for for clans in the tribe. People have to understand the species genus relationship here. The clans are people, you know, fourth cousins to each other, third cousins that are like they have their own tartan. This is literally the Gordon tartan, but mm -hmm. they they are called to be part of the same tribe, even though Baron, I don't think is part of the tribe of ultimately faithful Catholics. It was still a bad move for us to go semi snark. And I, I do mean it. And same thing, I guess, even when it's harder to do with with national catholic reporter because they're way further to the left than baron even but they're definitely part not part of it but i should refrain from that with them anyway but what where i so i'll admit that but i'm just saying ever since the baron thing which happened <laughs> halfway through taylor marshall uh and me doing our tnt show i i haven't done it well i get attacked a lot by fellow trads on twitter that doesn't really count but I'm, yeah i'm just like hey man look I'll call someone out the adversarial way. That's part of it. Some people are like, well, you violated your own rule. How? Well, you did a video uh, defending FSSP from Marshall. Well, yeah, but I wasn't calling him names. I was saying, look, Marshall, you're better than this. This is what right. I'm advocating for. This is how you unite the clans. This is not how you divide the clans. Honest engagement. No, that's very true. Yeah, there has to be honest engagement. We all have this in common that we want to be doing the right thing, right? We want to associate with the right groups of people right now. It's not the bishops in the church a lot of times. It's, it's our own fellow Catholics that we have to really look to because there's not a great example of what's going on. And that's why it is. It's imperative to maybe heal some of the old wounds, move on a little bit, and have these really important discussions and be more supportive of each other in a way, I guess, which makes perfect sense, right? I mean, and it's also just a lot more fun when there's good discussion to be had. Once it gets to stupid, snarky kind of comments and stuff, which is easy to do, we all yeah. fall into this all the time. It happens constantly. Even in even in marriages and things and friendships, it, it happens. We have to find a way find a way past that. So I think this is yeah, it's a great idea. It'd be exciting to see a lot more of these discussions because what I like to do a lot of times is listen to those types of things when I'm at work or when I'm out somewhere, and then people may overhear that and they want to hear a discussion about it. They want to get involved, and you never know uh, what those discussions can lead to as well. So it can have a greater greater impact as well. But if you just are uh, throwing around ad homonyms or doing different things like that, or it's it, no one's going to want to watch that content. They're not going to want to listen to it. Everybody else gets upset, then their feelings get hurt, then they're on Twitter and their friends are on Twitter, and uh, yeah, it's it's just getting crazy. I I've not been on Twitter. I don't. I think you share my handle on here, but I haven't even been on Twitter uh, just because it's been so bad recently, and it just gets uh, worse. Everyone's turning in on each other, and so yeah, I, the hiding out, lashing out is a really good 
really good point you made there. I wish you could understand the difference between tribes and uh, you know clans, but that's okay. <laughs> I wish I could say it right. I know, I know. I'm a Gordon. Oh, we were with I know, right? Wallace like, and then Robert. Look, can I make a caveat real quick before you go on? It was, when you were speaking, I, I was like, I need to make this caveat. It also comes from the first year of marriage thing. Husbands try to do ad, you know adversarial engagement of the wife. Uh, wives typically are less direct for, by virtue of being female. They hide out mm -hmm. sometimes literally mm -hmm. in a closet or a bathroom. And they're like, look, I just don't want to talk about it. The husband gets mad, loses his temper. And then, and, and, and you know, lashes out the wife. What, what then happens? And, and this did happen between Baron and then me and, and Marshall. Then you're giving an excuse and no one should feel comfortable availing themselves of this excuse. If you're a, 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 a listener of some of the trads who are, I think, hiding out. Then they get the excuse. Oh, well, you lashed out. So now I don't have, now I can never come out of the bathroom. Right. No, 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 no. That's not right. Because if we're being just, we're called to justice. Book five, Nicomachean ethics, justice, giving to each his due. This is not the kind of situation unless someone's killed somebody's wife or something or said something <laughs> Jeez, really, really. That escalated important. very quickly. <laughs> that escalated well, fast. It shouldn't escalate that quickly. I hope it hasn't. Um, <laughs> But unless it's something serious, getting hung up on apologies is just going to create a transactional eternity. It's going to create, oh, who has to apologize? Do you apologize for not hiding out or not for, for, or for lashing out or for not refraining from lashing out first? We can, in right. other words, Catholics in my audience and all the audiences, Marshall's audience, Church Militant's audience, pick, take your pick, should all just say, here's all we want. We want all of you guys to get together and have friendly, 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 but adversarial, adversarial, adversarial engagement at something like ACPAC 23, uh, you know, or this time of the year next year, maybe a little, a little sooner. Do it once a year and get all of the disagreement out and then be, be tribes who are friendly in between and know, and everyone should be held to account that... Just because he hit out once in the past or twice in the past, you don't get to lash out more. <laughs> or just because so-and-so lashed out in the past because you hit out, you get to hide out more. None of that. Just stop. This is the only way it works. This is what alternate dispute resolvers say. We are addressing the past. So we're not just saying, oh, no one has to do anything to remediate. Mm -hmm. The remediation comes by all parties getting together and listening to the other side. That's what the hiders out don't want to do, right? They don't want to listen to the other side. They tend to know they're outliers on something. Mm -hmm. Bear right. didn't want to get together and listen to us point out that he's an outlier because we're just laymen and he was a bishop. That apology would have been made for a past instance of hiding out just by ceasing to hide out. So all of it comes out in the wash. No Catholic who's in an audience should let their guy get away with continued hiding out just because so-and-so lashed out or continued lashing out just because so-and-so hit out. What do you say? The only that? thing, the only thing I got out of that is that we're, it was Baron's the wife. <laughs> Baron is the, the wife in the situation. <laughs> I'm See, sorry, now, man. Now, now people yeah, are going to say I'm lashing out again. Right. Oh, I know. And it's because of my stupid <laughs> half cock comments that are like, on that you analogy, he's my wife. And that's <laughs> so, no categorically. I tell you, no.
in my experience though there's a lot of guys who will go out to the garage and just go underneath the hood of the vehicle and pretend they're doing maintenance on the truck to stay out of the room and not be involved so they'll run away too that's a lot that's of times true. guys actually guys will actually do that as well so to be fair in this changing world we live in who knows right it could be either party but yeah uh that's that was a great way to put it though i mean yeah hiding out is is very it's bad in the sense that if you have a teaching office especially right if you have that that seat of authority and you're supposed to be out there clarifying things or having these conversations and stuff to just pick your side of the ball and just play the only the teams you want to play it's very bush league to be doing that i mean it's very uh irresponsible really in, in the sense of a teaching office too because you really have to be out there and you have to be trying to to do the right thing and hiding and doing these types of things are definitely uh really bad when it comes to that because yeah, there's so many things that get lost or fall through the cracks there. And so that would be that would be really great to have more people getting involved and more discussions going back and forth. It would just be better for everyone, you know, in fact, not just one or two parties would benefit from this, but a lot of people. I mean, I no. haven't had a Go ahead. Sorry. It's not it was lit it's for the common good of the tribe. All of right. All of the clans who are good guys, everyone would benefit by this. And even when one party hides out, and you're like, you won't come on my show and talk about FSSP or something, Marshall, or you won't go dialogue with Voris. Okay, fine. But I, I'm going to be fully honest. People want this degree of specificity. There have been times over the last two years where I was like, look, Marshall, we used to be partners. Um, you know, I, I try to get a hold of you uh, behind the scenes. So I, I have to address this in person. And I, I think I... I'm not speaking for all parties here, but I think I did a good job of being <laughs> clinical and uh, and not not going smarminess, not going uh, cheap shots. The, the party still benefits because, you know, they hear about it. You know, they go watch the show and like Marshall, you know, backed off on saying some of the things like, you know, if you if, stay home on Sunday rather than going to a Novus Ordo. You know, I, I had mm -hmm. a, a friend who who met him out at a church and as someone right in front of him asked this question, what should you do? And he said, no, no, go to church, even even a, a bad novice. OK, well, that's different from what he was saying a year ago. So even Marshall benefited from the kind of feigned dialogue, the simulated dialogue of a monologue when the other party won't come join you. Same thing with with what to be fair, people. This is the other part of this. You audience members out there. Parish orphans and retrogrades, you have to let us talking heads, me, Marshall, church militant, whoever, Patrick Coffin, you have to let us stipulate to our points because this is a lot of hours in front of the screen. And like, this is what I was kind of saying behind the scenes to church militant. Like, look, Marshall did make that one video, a couple videos where it sounded like he was saying Pope Francis is a formal heretic and therefore he's lost the office. He's citing Bellarmine. Whether or not mm -hmm. that was a stipulation or a rethink mm -hmm. he did come out later and say i just meant material heretic so he benefited by the opportunity to stipulate and i've benefited and every single person that's making hundreds of uh, hours of content per year in front of a camera we're gonna have some slips of the tongue we deserve to either be able to stipulate in the strict sense or stipulate in the loose sense right? The loose sense is you kind of do just rethink it and back off. It would be better if you say, hey, this isn't a stipulation. You own it. You're like, I did mean right. it when I said formal heretic. Now I'm saying material. Who cares? The important thing is let the talking heads, like myself included, let us stipulate. Don't try to hold them to it. Someone tried to do this on a Twitter ratio I got on whether or not Mary 
evangelize. I'm like, well, I'm in the strict sense of evangelizing. And they're like, well, you don't get to stipulate now. I'm like, okay, but I, I'm not actually even stipulating <laughs> from the generic to the specific. I'm just reasserting. I meant it really specifically I right. meant with her words, with her preaching, Mary, the Virgin mother never evangelized. So it was the opposite of a stipulation, but they weren't even trying to let me do that. They're like, no, you can't do it. You got ratioed your bad. It's like, why would you do this? That people, you know, you know, to be fair, like you have to really be able to hear somebody's point out and understand it correctly too, right? You can't condemn somebody's point if you don't understand the strict sense of what they're saying. That's just, right. it's, it's, when you're doing that, it's very dishonest. Whether that was the case with the, the I forgot about that, that had even happened. Um, but like say the Mary thing, if that was the case, um, that, you know, they, they understood it specifically and they didn't agree with it. Fine. That's, that's one thing, but if they don't even understand what you're trying to say in the first place, uh, then yeah, that's, that's ridiculous and horrible. I, there's a lot of good things left out in discussions because of that. If there's not a misunderstanding, that's that hiding out part or being silent, maybe not understanding something and not liking it or, uh, and then just hiding and, and, and diving in somewhere and not having a, a dialogue with someone that, that can, that can get bad. It's misunderstandings are, are terrible at same exact same situation with marriage and stuff too. Of course. You know, how many times have, have you found with like friends or family or, or uh, just any situation where it's a simple misunderstanding of communication a lot of times? So you just don't understand the finer points of the different things that you're trying to um, describe. And so, yeah, absolutely. It, it's, it'd be nice to have somebody say that to you like, oh, wow, what a crazy position Tim had on this as an outlier. And let's talk about that. Let's dialogue that. What did he really mean by that? Let's have a show about it and see what he's trying to say, what my position is on that. And then like, you know, have the the audiences can go out in the comments or whatever. Who really cares? It's kind of fun, but it's like, yeah, okay. Then we truly understand what the position was. Someone who's good at that is Frad is saying, you said this. Did you mean that? Sometimes right. some of his normier audience members can be a little bit like lap dogs and they can jump on. Oh yeah. You probably meant you hate women. No, I love women. My well, family is almost that's, 100%. That's the biggest thing too, man, is the snark. That's the snarkiness we're talking about. There's a lot of rooting for someone to fail, yes. which is really really bad really really like super sinful probably um i'm not gonna sit up on my ivory tower and look down at everybody because listen everybody's got problems and sins and things that they deal with and it's you know that that's really bad and i think all parties everywhere could always be better no matter what at this about not you know really truly wanting the best of the people and so that's why these discussions would be really important as well is because to truly want the best for people, they, they need to have information. They need to have exchange of ideas. They need to have that connection to others, right? Because like you said, the tribes uh, may be slightly different, but the uh, bandits, what was it? The Hatfields and McCoys? How does this work again? It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so No, I, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> no, but look, like the common good includes the party who's ostensibly uh, errant. Like in mm -hmm. the case of, Look, I, I think Coffin's errant when he says Benny Plenism. But when he came on my show, just because I wasn't trying to get him, I was like, unpack what you really mean here. I'm going to unpack really where I think it's weak. Mm -hmm. And he said, he's like, I'm not sure about this. I'm like, good. That is, if you just say, I think the Pope might be an anti-Pope, whether you're saying more likely than not or less likely than not, I think Pat definitely did stipulate more likely than not, but he said <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you're not actually a Benny Plenist. When Taylor Marshall got pushed a bit by church militant, before it sounded like he was saying the Pope's a formal heretic, after he, he definitely downshifts it to, no, he's, he's probably just a material heretic, but he hasn't even been declared that. Declarations don't really have to do with 
material heretic, then that's good. Then look at where both Coffin on his issue and Marshall on his issue wind up. They wind up a lot closer to where I'm at. Pope Francis, in several ways, does seem a lot like a material heretic. I'm waiting for the declaration. That's probably going to come later. But whether he ever is declared a formal heretic or not, it's pretty certain that they're, you know, look at a more statistia. Uh, there's a lot of ostensible material heresies there. Okay, that's a lot closer to what I'm saying. Look at what Pat says when he's like, well, maybe this could be an anti-pope. Any pope could technically be an anti-pope. And Francis definitely is more likely than the average pope to be an anti-pope for reasons he adduced on that show. So, right. so look what happens when you do dialogue. The positions get a lot closer. Now, that's not going to happen with Bishop Barron or James Martin if they come on my show, but with someone as close to where I'm at, ideologically, ecclesiologically, as Marshall or Coffin or Reason and Theology or Census Fidelium or Rorate Chaley or LifeSight or even Matt Frad, even someone <laughs> that far to that side, we're going to get a lot. We're going to see that the daylight between our positions is not so bright. You're going to leave somebody out and hurt one of the clans, man. And they're, they're part of the tribe. Whoever's out there, whatever clan didn't get mentioned, you're still part of the tribe. <laughs> yeah, it's not an exhaustive that's list. The, that's the big thing, too. It's the clan and tribe distinction, man. That's what I'm talking about. That's good. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. The, the, the conversations that happen are great. I think, I think they're necessary. I think we should all be drawing closer rather than further apart because as of late, there's been a lot of that. Um, I'll let you get your tartar sauce situated there, whatever you were calling that thing. Your scarf. Is that, wearing, well, I think we just I'm call those scarfs in America. Yeah, scarfs. Yeah. I think we just call them yeah. scarfs. <laughs> I'll have to find out more about mine. Mine's probably made out of some kind of spaghettis or spaghetti or uh, uh, pasta. You know, my, you, my you don't have one if you ain't Scottish. I don't even look. I don't even know what the, the rules stipulate, man. I know nothing about that kind of stuff. Uh, we <laughs> we fled Italy to come to America. So <laughs> we want to be part of the greatest nation. <laughs> draft dodgers yeah <laughs> yeah probably no, got tired of eating dirt <laughs> it, it is important because uh, i mean like again the remnant has done really solid work i, I don't agree with everything that comes out of there but for a long mm -hmm. time right um so i'm not presuming to correct but i need to stipulate to a hey, unite the clans unite the clans unite. that's awesome but the way they say it almost sounds like and I think it is the unrealistic portrait that the world paints, whereby we're ever going to, uh, you know, it assumes we're ever going to agree about everything. We're not. All right. I'm saying is stipulate where we disagree, have an open mind so that the errant party, because someone's errant, mm -hmm. you know, on any of these issues, maybe the outlier position turns out to be right, but someone's errant. So you clarify. And then in between yearly meetings or whatever, you're not taking all these pot shots and tearing each other down so that the leftists and the feminists and all these people can come in and take out your legs. That the key point that people weren't understanding in the chat is, oh, well then, so why is SSPX part of the tribe? Not, not your clan, but part of your tribe, but not Bishop Barron or, or James Martin. Here's why. Because my areas of disagreement with SSPX are on reasonable areas to disagree on areas right. that the church refuses categorically to clarify. I do think, I do think things that, that SSPX doesn't think about them, but they're still overall good guys. And it's too easy to lose track of that by being like, by getting involved in 
only focusing on where you're different. Um, whereas with with Bishop Barron and and people to the left of him, he's probably the closest to center of all of the leftists I've named. The more we talk, the in other words, what what should be common ground but isn't really should be with a capital R, a capital S, because there are areas that the church is perfectly clear on, like whether or not hell exists and whether there's a population there. That is perfectly clear. That is at the core of the gospel messages. Basically, everyone goes to hell without following Jesus's command. And having- <laughs> right, right. And the good news is you don't have to go there. Bishop Barron challenges that. Okay, more dialogue ain't going to do much, aside from right. maybe convert him. But um, so with clarity on the part of the church, less leniency should be granted one amongst the other tribe to tribe, cl- uh, sorry, clan to clan. <laughs> when, when there's, when there's uh, less clarity where the church hasn't taught clearly, there should be more leniency between the clans. Well, there has to be, because if there's no official teaching on something, then what are they supposed to say about that? I mean, again, it's, it's a situation where people, when they start looking into these things, are a lot of times really surprised by what truly has not been defined very, very clearly. There are some obvious things that are, and then there are some things that are just left way more open. And, and each, um, each clan kind of has their own interpretation of that. It, a great example is looking at the Dormition, right? It's like nobody's going to lose their mind over somebody believing the door mission or somebody not believing that, but that doesn't mean that they're not part of the tribe, right? I mean, Nobody should still- lose their mind over the door mission, though people do, right? Oh, that's what I, I mean. It's, it's, it's the, the things that people get upset about sometimes are pretty wild, but those are the kind of discussions and things where you're like, yeah, that, that's an interesting thing to understand or talk about. Uh, that's just one that popped in the front of my mind. Of course, there's plenty more that are probably more interesting to people. Everybody's got their own, their own thing, but, but yeah, that's a clear area where there's clans and, and tribes and there's, there's going to be these distinctions between those. And that's fine. It's, it's getting to the point. Where, oh, go ahead. You're, you're going to jump in. No, oh, yeah, thanks. Well, I didn't want to take you off the track. I, I just, you, you're saying all this good stuff. That's reminding me of little, little, uh, uh, prominent points that aren't as prominent as some others that I've missed. I was just going to say hiding out is a legitimate breach of good faith when the clans are supposed to be pretty close together. Having the disagreement is not a breach of faith. Hiding out is a breach of faith because doing so is an assertion of one's radical individualism, as if one is radically autonomous from the other clans. Now, if you have a different position, you're like, hey, I'm Patrick Coffin. My conscience is sovereign. I have to speak. Patrick is very bold about saying things Mm -hmm. that he knows will lose him audience members or his Mm -hmm. YouTube channel. So, if he thinks the Pope is an anti-Pope, he's 75% sure he spoke out. That's not a breach of good faith. It would have been a breach of good faith by Pat that he didn't do this. If I said, look, man, you know you're the outlier here, even among super right-wing Catholics like me and you. Um, come on my show. And if he hid out, that's what's the assertion of the radical individualism. That's why it's so frustrating to a husband when his wife is hiding out and it's like look that's an assertion of radical individualism you're saying you don't mm-hmm. care about the common good of right. reuniting if we can i'm not guaranteeing that if we have a dialogue on a really tough issue we will necessarily agree but there's a good chance we can it's a fighting chance and it's the only way whereas right. when you lash out doing so you know because somebody else hid out the other party did 
when you lash out, doing so is an assertion that one has forfeited to attempt uh, a kind of civil discourse. That's what civil society is. That's what the tribe is. The tribe is all good Catholics of goodwill. Um, mm -hmm. We're a civil society. The discourse should be civil. Yes, the other person is kind of shutting down the discourse by not coming. So you're just like, well, I'm going to send an arrow across the bow anyway. But that is you joining the breaching party uh, the, who is actually the one hiding out. So people who lash out end up trying to make uh, a right of two wrongs. It's like, no, no, no. The hiding out party started this, but you can't lash out. Either one, both together are a breach of civil society, which is what we mean when we say the tribe taken, taken together. Both and in that situation. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Those are great points. I mean, it's, it's, it's true. Like you said, whether it's talking heads, whether it's relationships, whether it's marriages, whatever, you know, fr friendships and stuff, all kinds of things. And I think that it's also important to have just uh, good, strong conversations about it too. So yeah, if it gets a little bit ebullient, then that's, that's okay. It's not necessarily a bad thing. Like men, men have a way about how they discuss things as well. And so that's, that's also fine. People uh, don't get too caught up on that. Right. Because it should be a good, strong discussion. Like it was say between you and Pat. Um, and clearly uh, very different positions, but still well-spoken and uh, vehemently fought their, their positions. And it was great for, for all involved. So I mean, we not do one person watched that, that show with Coffin about mm -hmm. Beniplanism and thought you guys are being mean to each other when they, you have <laughs> such a strong, you know, consensus. you know, there is somebody somewhere, Tim, well, now come on, don't say nobody, everyone. you Bro, we know we know online people too well to know there is somebody out there who is just like, man, that really was grinding my gears. They're making their coffee and they're just upset because the way that Tim Gordon spoke to Pat Coffin on that one issue or you know something. Yeah. So we can't say not one person. <laughs> it's hard because getting building real consensus is like a platonic form. It doesn't exist apart from the body. No. Um, no. And. Yet I, all the comments I saw were like, it was, a, it was damn near consensus. They're like, this was really direct mm -hmm. adversarial engagement, but so friendly. They're joking as they're being direct. I mean, mm -hmm. good job to Coffin. And, I, you know, I admitted I messed up with Baron and I'm sorry for that. But I, I'm also going to take credit where it's due. I'm also really good at direct adversarial engagement that, that goes north, not south. Uh, right. Steph is reminding me, <laughs> boss. That some people, I guess in the, the chat, are needing the reminder that Tim Gordon and Dave Gordon are different and or separate people. So <laughs> that's literally, I have a red note saying you and Dave are separate people. We're, our voices are very similar. What our views our views are quite similar, but are not as similar as our voices, but our views are quite similar. But we have we different styles and approaches and I, I see once you start saying that they're trying to like separate it's like well <laughs> you're trying David, to, you, we have different we may approach. share a tartan you may share a tartan but you <laughs> yeah yeah we wear the same scarf when it's cold outside but other than that we're <laughs> i mean i look this is a, a, a lesson i learned earlier because i've been doing this since i don't know whenever three and a half years ago i learned it with Baron, Baron, that's why I said when someone lashes, when someone hides out, <laughs> lashing out doesn't help. Now, lashing out is more just a breach of efficacy 
Hiding out is a breach of efficacy, and because you start the problem, it's actually more a breach of principle. Calling someone a uh, cotton-headed ninny-muggins is not a, probably a grave moral sin. Maybe it's a venial sin, but <laughs> it's definitely going to be inefficient and ineffective at getting the person there. You just do it in the heat of the blood, right? right. Your wife's not going to come out of the bathroom because you start talking louder. Come out, you know, <laughs> it, though it's natural. So I learned that with Baron. And I've held myself to a pretty rigorous standard with some pretty heinous internet people out there saying some pretty heinous things about us. And even some of the hiders out have taken some pretty nasty pot shots secretly before. Have you? Yeah. Here's another, besides just husband and wife, I've already milked that metaphor over much. Oh, people who like basketball down on the block in the low post, right? Certain players, usually they're big guys, uh, fours or fives. But some point guards, even John Stockton was known for doing this, give little when they're posting up hook fouls that the ref can't see. And what will happen uh, if you go and you tell the, the right ref, hey, this guy's fouling me down the block. If the ref doesn't start watching for you, then you get frustrated and you give a big shove. And who gets the call? The yeah. guy that shoves back rather than the guy that's giving all these secret barbs. That also is similar to the hiding out, lashing out thing. Usually the ones like Baron who hide out and use weaponized ambiguity to defend their points. Mm. And yeah. then it's usually only the big accounts do it because they figure they can get away with it. I don't need the tribe. I don't need the other clans. My audience is big enough how it is. Usually they give little barbs back, secret ones right. that everyone doesn't see so that everyone will continue to say, oh, Baron's noble and perfect. Right. Yeah, there, there are people that have begun doing this over the last two years. And I'm saying enough of that. All right. Enough. And yeah. that, a lot of that has affected, I think, Dave and uh, in, in his defense where it's like, OK, you're only seeing the big shove after this guy's been getting fouled. And sometimes it's often it's by the, the bigger account that's like, I don't need the tribe. My my clan is practice. It's so big. It's practically a tribe of its own. It's like, no, you're right. the biggest clan, but you still need the tribe. Yeah, that's a good point. You see that in every sport. I mean, you use basketball specifically, but even with football and everything, you see, you see that too. The The first guy to shove doesn't get seen, but then the second guy to shove back shoves him twice as hard, and the ref just happens to be standing there looking right at it when that happens, and the flag goes up. The other person's completely scot-free, and nothing even happens to him. So that's that's a good point to make there, that that continually happens, because there is a lot that probably goes on uh, behind the scenes and things that people maybe don't know about or different uh, things that are just kind of throwing out little barbs here and there and uh, smaller fouls that then lead to someone lashing out. And that's, uh, that's pretty bad too. Uh, it's, it's just, it's just bad behavior on both parties. It sucks. And people, everyone, everyone's guilty of this stuff all the time. And it's just, it's, it's important to kind of recenter, refocus and look at this every once in a while. And I think it'd be good for everybody to maybe do a little bit of that, that uh, self-reflection when it comes to, to stuff of this nature. Um, yeah. And the, the idea that you've said milking this cow talking about a marriage kind of <laughs> bad mental picture there, but at least you didn't say Baron was coming out of the closet and not coming out of the bathroom. <laughs> Again, I'm saying things that are going to get you in so much trouble People because be people like, <laughs> you're, you're lashing out. Now I need a little red note from Steph saying that me and boss are different or separate people. <laughs> People, people literally don't know that with regard. You, you, you have a different voice. I've always thought you sound like a, like a Massachusetts guy. My Massachusetts friend, Dr. Michael Robillard, thinks you sound like a Massachusetts guy. But you sound very different from me. I sound very 
uh, Johnny Utah from California, which is which is not something I'm proud of. Dave sounds that way too. Obviously, the genetic <laughs> difference and the la- the same tartan, the same actual last name, really confuses people. After Dave published that article about Taylor on Church Militant last week, people were literally in the comments writing like, "This guy." His blah blah blah, Mr. Tim Gordon, and then literally the comment right under it is like <laughs> that that thing in front of the last name is called a first name. <laughs> it indicates a different species of the gene. That is a whole different man. Oh I'm so listen, I'm so glad. I'm not part of these kind of like things, fortunately. Like my toe is in the arena as in like for whatever reason, uh thank you. You keep asking me to come on once in a while and discuss things. I, I do enjoy doing that, but hey, after this, I step back and I <laughs> I don't know. I don't even go on my Twitter anymore, so I don't have anybody to answer to. <laughs> and you can't mistake me for a Dave Gordon. I can tell you that. <laughs> um, he's a, I'm six one. I, I Matt. It's funny because Matt Frad did a. Uh, he was gonna do a show. I guess he went to help Ukrainian orphans, which is a very nice thing to do. Oh, wow! But he was gonna do a show on my view on. The Are you joking Park. about that? Or is that real? No, no. I'm serious. I'm dead. Serious. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. His show yeah. that he scrapped was. Tim Gordon's view on the Pope, Marshall's uh, coffins, James Martin's, and then the Pope was in the background. And he made my triptych or whatever, my image is small. I'm, I was, I think, pretty easily the, the tallest of those guys. I'm 6'1". Dave Gordon is 6'2". He's my little brother who grew an inch taller. So I'm not too happy about that. But but the point is, I, I'm taller than all those guys. Um, fr- friends or, or otherwise. Here, let me say this, though, man. I mean, it's really important. I don't want people in the audience. This is a, a repeat. I don't want people in the audience to be like, yeah, I'm going to hold everyone accountable. Don't start looking into the past. This is a genuinely forward-looking process. Mm-hmm. Cutting out the eliminating of hiding out, lashing out. It is genuine. Right. All, it doesn't, no one here, none of the names I've mentioned, there, there's definitely been some snark or some semi-snark. Mm-hmm. None of it's the kind of stuff that ought to excuse either continued hiding out or continued lashing out see that's the key that makes it all work that the remnants said unite the clans for years but they're not saying how specifically to do it i'm the guy that works with the most parties the most groups the normier faithful catholics the less normie faithful catholics of all of these names and so i realize as an adr principle alternate dispute resolution i learned about this in law school you, uh, you, you apologize, you remediate what needs to be remediated. You don't apologize the transactional stuff, all right? Okay, that's fine. The big accounts like Marshall's have been guilty of hiding out. That's not the end of the world. The parties right. that have called him to account, and he, he, he's not a debater. He doesn't come forward. They, they tended to lash out. That also isn't the end of the world. Don't let either party be unaccountable by pointing out the other party's first flaw. You see what I mean? Just be like, no, whatever. All that matters, we're the Catholic audience, we're the common good, we're the tribe. We are holding, what's today? March March the 7th. March the 7th forward, we want an pack by March the 7th of 2023 with all of these groups. More groups than these besides. I'm talking Nicholas Fuentes, uh, uh, Michael Knowles, Milo Yiannopoulos, Gavin McInnes. Some of these are maybe far right guys that are new to the faith. Um, guys like Matt Frad or Trent Horn are, are definitely know a lot about the faith. Um, 
but are kind of newer to right wing stuff. Or I don't know, maybe not Trent Horn, but Matt, Matt Fratt is maybe going a little further to the right. I don't know. E. Michael Jones in, in, the, in the tribe, okay? <laughs> Might have a different point of view than many of these people, but still in the tribe. Who I care about are Catholics, my tribe. Not just my clan. My clan's 35,000 subscribers and growing. Bigger than some, smaller than others. But the, the tribe is what matters. And the tribe is Catholics. And when I say Catholics, no, I, I'm sorry. I don't mean left cats. Right. Yeah. So by the Ides of March next year, hopefully there could be some kind of <laughs> get together of the minds, the meeting of the minds, right? That's right. I'm, be- I'm, 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 my birthday is the day before the Ides. <laughs> yeah, my that's my awesome. birthday or the Ides of March next year. There should be an act pack. <laughs> and I want some catholic lay person out there to take control see here's what will happen if it's just me i might have to do it act pack you know like we just had af pack um real conservatives uh if it's me then i'm afraid that some of the hiders out are going to continue to hide out and say oh this is tim gordon's event and do what they've done when i invited them on this show Mm -hmm. that's that would be no good it needs to be catholic audience members influential ones that that maybe have some extra time and some extra dollars get together someplace in i don't know florida do it orlando where they do all the packs go to orlando early next spring or late next winter invite all of these parties and more and and then just have different kind of panels different panels different things going on like you know american philosophical association or something a conference and, mm-hmm. and, and really hold all parties accountable for showing up. This needs to happen. It doesn't need to happen once a month. You don't, what will happen if I run it, then people will be like, well, you just want people to come on your show. And if they won't, it won't benefit you. So you're throwing a temper tantrum. It needs to be all the members of the tribe are visible. Like we mm-hmm. want the church to be more visible, be visible, right. be accountable. And it really should be a wide tent from the, the Matt Frads and the Catholic Answers guys who are good, smart guys, to SSPX and Bennett Plenis, who are mostly speaking good, smart guys. And, and yes, we don't need further left than that. And we don't need further right than SSPX. We don't need, you know, uh, outright. The, the Diamond Brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> I'm not saying this is a perfect set of parameters, but it's a working one. And the two rules are, once everyone gets there, de facto, they're not hiding out. The only rule that governs something like an act pack would be once parties are there, no lashing out. Just be no touching of the hair or face. Right. <laughs> Especially for, for the talking heads. No touching of the hair or face. <laughs> no crotch stuff. Home for dinner. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. This sounds yeah, like a great this, event. If you're doing this for a living, you must take questions particularly where you know your outlier right so if you know you step out on a ledge with regard with respect to even other catholic right-wingers who are close to where you're at you're like okay i'm going to do this new shtick i'm going to defend sspx this is a highly controversial issue you have to be like and i'll, I'll take questions and i'll go on other people's show about it like coffin or if you're going to say the pope's you know not the pope or a heretic or whatever I'll take questions and you don't get to get uppity when people are like, uh, this is new 
compared to even other, this is novel, even with respect to other Catholic right-wing influencers. So can you take mm. some questions? You have to say yes. On that note, I say, I say, are there questions here? We'd love to take some questions today. They want to know, they want to know, is Tim and Dave, they're not the same person? Is this really true? Like we, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, wait, I don't get that. Modernism was a problem with Vatican II. So that's legit. Hey, look, if Baron shows up to ACPAC 2023, he can be the very left, leftmost end of the spectrum. I, I mean it. I, it. Look, anybody that's willing to show up can be in it, Richard. So I, I don't assume he would show up. I've heard stories, right, that maybe, maybe you know, from, from trusted sources. I've heard the famous Church Militant story that, hey, can I buy you a drink? Michael Boris asked him, or something like this, one of the members of Church Militant. I might be garbling it. In an elevator at their Orlando meeting, and he just said no or froze him. The answer is, there's only one correct answer. Do you want to go to ACPAC 23? Yes. Any of these parties. If Barron wants to go... He can be part of the tribe. Okay. I'm just assuming that he wouldn't. And maybe, maybe I, maybe I shouldn't do that, you know, but the, the, the people there are going to have a lot of questions. People are going to have more questions for Baron if he shows up to this thing. And that would be the beginning of making good. So I, I misspoke before when I said, I categorically know he wouldn't show up that the proof is in the pudding. If you show up to something like ACPAC 23, then you could be part of the tribe. And you take questions and you don't get short-tempered and you're like, look, I know with respect to this group, faithful Catholics, I am the outlier in insinuating that hell has no people. That's, that's a tough one. And again, Richard, to reiterate why I might have said that before, it is a clear teaching, right? The church will not refuses to clarify perfectly clearly some of the vatican II issues some of the sspx issues some of the fatima issues that just cry out to heaven as inconsistencies some of the benedict versus francis issues some of the sunk gallen mafia issues where there's not clarity there should be more leniency between and amongst us how does tim field interviews oh um does it make sense to lay out where y'all agree and set those aside yes absolutely I mean, what's not needed is more echo chamber. And this is why Twitter is stupid, okay? Mm -hmm. The only people that don't fight on Twitter are people that exactly agree and just, it turns into a boring echo chamber. But most people on Twitter are there to demonize anyone who's got a millimeter of daylight between them and somebody else and to get their friends to try to ratio them. That's stupid. That's what dumb people do, is try to ratio someone that's, mostly like you but a little bit different instead of being like we should talk in person over a beer privately or publicly like pints with aquinas is publicly or just me and you at a beer the way everyone else does it right let's see if that millimeter of difference goes away either by each of us giving half a millimeter which isn't usually what happens or one party who's wrong giving the millimeter or you you keep the millimeter of difference and you both hold your ground but at least you recognize that you're both human beings 
who draw breath for another one day to several thousand days and then have to receive your judgment, heaven or hell, for heaven's sakes. Um, you might want to re repeat because they can't hear me, but um, uh, people are saying that ego is always the problem with these talking heads. Ego is usually the problem with um, uh, the hiders out. Uh, I'll give you that. And, and the hiding out is usually what starts it. I don't think ego is the problem with lashing out. Steph, when in our first year or two of marriage, when you would do a little more of the hiding out and I would get mad, I, I would say, well, how did I define hiding out? Doing so is an assertion of radical individualism. So I agree with you with regard to hiding out, right? That is an ego thing. Um, not wanting to be accountable is an ego thing. With lashing out, I would say it's more like an issue of rage or wrath, self-control. Yeah, it's, I'd say it's so I, I, I'm just I'm a specific thinker. I'm a specific problem solver. So I half agree with you. I don't think lashers out necessarily. And they might also have an ego issue, but that's not what's on display. The lashers out are having a hard time controlling themselves, controlling their wrath. It is a secret slap to hide out. Um, and that is ego driven. It is egotism. But um, the people. It's not honorable. People keep thinking, I think, that hider outs are trying to be above the fray, not get involved. That you don't have that luxury when you're speaking publicly. No. Yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah. It is not honorable to stay silent when you have, with regard to the, the other reasonable clans, the other members of your tribe, it is not honorable. To say something wacky and use weaponized ambiguity the way I think Barron has and Pope Francis definitely does. And just because you're a big account, then just let your lapdogs go after the people and like all their snarky tweets against the people that called you out. There's nothing. There's no honor in that. There's ego in that. Stirring the pot and walking away from the situation is never the answer. That's just ridiculous because what that creates is so much unneeded confusion and anger and just from from everywhere right that's that's very irresponsible to just be the shit starter and then to back away slowly as everything else just implodes once you do that that's crazy that's absolutely crazy right right and again to keep coming back to the the paradigm instance that i know all of my viewers agree about stirring stirring the pot starting a shit storm and then walking away from it as if you're an innocent party what why why are these meanies after me it's like well you just wrote the Von Balthazar defense, right? The forward for the book, or you did a show <laughs> on how maybe, maybe, or semi-originism is correct. It's like, well, that's an extremely outlier position on an extremely well-defined Catholic concept. That is not excusable. If you're going to say that, you definitely need to go and defend yourself to adversarial parties especially if they're going to be civil about their adversarial engagement. But, but you don't know that they will ahead of time. You owe it. Uh, what the heck is hiding out? Hiding out means uh, to, to hide. Do we need a, it just means to hide, generally speaking. So to say something, to drop a bomb, as a public person, I understand this is a kind of unique thing that influencers do to say something that is self-consciously outlier, partly because it gets views, right? And I, everyone does this some. Say something that's different from what everyone else is saying, but in a significantly prominent way. 
and then to not take questions or to, you know, even when you're seeing, oh, I think what I said was wrong, to not acknowledge it, not do interviews, to hide out. I, I, Anthony, do you have a better definition for hiding out that I, I might just be missing? Uh, no, I guess I just I don't understand maybe what there was to understand about that idea. It's just, yeah, being, being a public figure who has something to say that you know is creating drama or attracting attention. And then again, just stepping away from the situation completely and not and, and being, you know, just your own too good to be questioned about it or talk about it or clarify it or really help others understand it if that's the case. Um, basically being above criticism, hiding out, you know, just all of those things I would say. Can you talk that was about good. the responsibility of being a talking head? You have your paper. Yeah, yeah. There, there is a responsibility, particularly in the post-conciliar era. The libs at Vatican II wanted this to be the epoch of the layman. Ironically, careful what you wish for, because that's kind of what happened. The right-wing Catholic influencers have arisen in the post-conciliar era, particularly in the last three or four years. There are a million copycat shows after TNT was so such a popular show, right? There are a million now. If you look at the right-wing Catholic accounts on YouTube, there are 10 times more than there were before. And there is a kind of responsibility that is analogous to, not a species of the genus of, but analogous to the stumbling block issue that bishops and priests have. You cannot, you have to double check, triple check, QC, what goes out on this microphone. Everyone in my audience knows I do this. Everyone in my audience knows that I'm pretty, pretty safe before I make a show that I'm saying something sensible. But the few times I let an error slip, I will not just secretly undo it. I will call it out. Why? Because that enhances the clarity of the picture for the listeners and the viewers. Why do I do that? Because it's my responsibility and I don't want to go to hell for leading anyone astray in even a small way. It's a great responsibility. With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not that much power. It's, it's the difference between influence and power, right? You have a lot of influence, no more power, right? That which is like direct uh, principle of first potency. You're in a direct position to do something like a congressman or a senator or a president, but, but great influence also brings responsibility in, in reference to your cheesy quote. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd love it. That's why I brought it out. I knew you would just be over the moon about it. I meant, I, I, yeah, I just literally, like you said, I, I'm not, I'm not sure when someone said, what the heck is hiding out? I, I, a lot of times when I'm making show notes before a really important show, I'll go just shoot free throws on it and make notes as I'm shooting free throw. I, that's when my mind works really actively. And I'm like, oh yeah, the, 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 the hiding out, lashing out cycle. I thought everyone would understand that. I, I, I did my best to distill it. I not use academic terms, you know, hiding out, dropping a bomb, something that confuses people, right? Is the Pope a heretic? Is the Pope an anti-Pope? Is, does, does a Catholic have to go to, if he's only got one church in town and, the Nova, it's a Novus Ordo, and it's a very typical Novus Ordo, meaning a pretty blasphemous one. Do you have to go to church on Sunday? Yes, yes, yes. If you say anything that causes the mainstream received Catholic opinion to be in doubt or in question, mm -hmm. 
you definitely need to go on other people's shows and and clarify and be put yourself at the throw yourself at the mercy of the disposition right or the deposition as michael scott says just throw yourself <laughs> at the mercy of public opinion and, and say yeah i'll clarify okay so well, there should be an act pack 2023 I, I'm going to try to get this started and then have someone else take it. If there's anyone out there that has excess time and money to take the reins of an ACPAC, American Catholic Political Action Committee, 2023, a convention, um, we could get done in 10, 11, or 12 months, email me at timothyjgordon at timothyjgordon.com because we need some layman who's maybe a fan of a lot of the shows I mentioned to take control of this. So people won't just say, oh, this is just Tim Gordon's little meeting. It needs to be every audience member says, you're my mouthpiece. I like you, John Smith. You need to go to this. I expect you to go to this. This is what's good for the, the tribe. Unite the clans. Around Please sweaters. Unite all the targets. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> Around sweaters and scarves or whatever that is. <laughs> Wear your scarf. Yeah, wear your, wear your tartar sauce. Wear Go to Dave tartar. Gordon's event next year in the Ides of March. <laughs> yeah, Dave. Dave Gordon did the best video today. That's what I want everyone saying out there. Dave Gordon was wearing a scarf in his show. I only, I only have been remained your friend because I thought you were Dave this whole time. So I'm sorry. I'm not... <laughs> so we're not friends anymore. We can't. Was... We can't. <laughs> go change that go edit it after the video and do it yeah that's funny oh man all right hey th thanks for coming on anthony uh as always uh people out there thanks for listening thanks for watching please cogitate on what i said this is not opinion this is fact i i people commend me you know, one thing one thing i, I watch rules for retrogrades for is you always distinguish your opinion from fact. Sometimes I give opinion. More often, I, I give fact. I try to make it clear to signpost which one's which. This might sound like an opinion, viz, that the hiding out, lashing out cycle is the one thing keeping us from uniting the clans. It's not. It's a fact. It comes from marriage counselors and uh, alternate dispute resolution. It is a fact of human existence. Got to stop hiding out. Got to stop lashing out. God bless you guys. Unite the clans. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit.